On your Thursday episode of Locked On Raptors, it's the return of a beloved Locked On Raptors parlor game. It's lineup roulette, baby. We've got names of players in separate bowls. We will pull players out of said bowls and assemble some lineups and talk about whether we're actually going to see them, whether they're good, bad, fun, and everything in between. And we'll do it all with our pal Jamar Hines of Raptors Republic. Let's get to it on today's episode. Thanks for hanging. You are Locked On Raptors, your daily Toronto Raptors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? And welcome to another episode of Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Thursday, July the 27th, and I'm your host, Sean Woodley. I've been covering the Toronto Raptors now for nine seasons on various platforms. You can find all my work over on Twitter, at WoodleySean, uh, as long as that website's still running, which it's going to run forever. We keep on saying it's dying. It's going to be like the cockroach of the internet. Just So follow me there, and we'll go to the end of time together. Uh, you can also go to Instagram, follow the show at Lockdown Raptors, and of course, join the Lockdown Raptors Discord server. The link is in the description. Please come and hang out. It's super fun. We got like 160 people in there just talking ball, talking pop culture, talking uh, hoop grids, all that good stuff. It's a lovely time. It's a great little community we got building around the show. Come be part of it. We would love to have you. All right. A uh, reminder as well, you can go and subscribe to the show for free on your favorite podcast apps and on YouTube. Of course, hit the big red subscribe button. See the videos every day. It's much appreciated when you do that and helps us out to uh, make us more visible and all that good stuff. All right. Let's get to it. On today's show, we are playing Raptors Lineup Roulette, a game we played, I believe, last summer that was just a big, rollicking hit where we assemble some lineups via pulling names out of bowls and talk about whether those lineups are actually realistic. Could we see them this coming season? Are they going to be good? Are they going to be fun? Are they going to be both? Are they going to be terrible? We'll get into all of that today with our pal Jamar Hines of Raptors Republic. Jamar, what's going on, man? Are you ready to play the game that the people just can't get enough of? Line up roulette. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm, I haven't played this game before, so let's do it. <laughs> hey, man, it's a it's a wonderful occasion. Anytime someone gets to play Raptors lineup roulette with me for the very first time. Basically, how this is going to work? I have three bowls here. I have the blue bowl, which will be for guards. Ooh, we've got the middle bowl, the green bowl, which is for forwards. Ah, and we have the red bowl, which is for big men. What? Uh, what we're gonna do? is I'm going to pull names from these bowls to assemble five-man lineups, and we'll talk about whether they will be good or not for the Raptors this coming season, whether we'll actually see them, um, and we'll also, if it's something we've seen before on a Raptors court, we'll talk about what their success rate has been in the past as well. Uh, not a lot of returning lineups, because as it turns out, when your point guard plays like 40 minutes a night and then your point guard leaves, most of your lineup combinations go along with him. And so uh, it's a lot of fresh stuff, a lot of new stuff, a lot of weird lineup constructions that we're surely going to get into today. But before we get into the game itself, I do want to start just with the Raptors starting lineup, which right now feels like it's going to be Scotty Barnes at point with Gary Trent Jr., OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, and Jakob Pertl rounding it out. Uh, I would be pretty shocked at this point if Dennis Schroeder starts. He feels like a perfect six-man, and I feel like he's going to be more set up for success in the second unit with more shooting. You know, Grady Dick, Jalen McDaniels, maybe Precious Achua, Otto Porter Jr. potentially, other starters staggered in. I think that's probably the place to get the most out of Dennis Schroeder. So for now, 
For argument's sake, we will say Barnes, Trent, OG, Siakam, Pirtle will be the starting lineup as they lean into Point Scotty. We've talked about Point Scotty this week on the show. Everydayers will know that. People know my uh, reservations about it. That said, I think it's going to be fun to watch. And if you go into the season with pretty low expectations, then, you know, there's very much a capacity to be surprised here. What is your read on that starting five, Jamar? Like, do you think that is a lineup that can actually succeed for the Raptors? I will try to find the numbers while we talk here, but the numbers are not exactly, uh, you know, ample. There's not a ton of sample of these guys playing together. Those five guys, what do you think it's capable of as a group going into this season with Darko Ryakovich as the new coach, uh, maybe a step from Scotty Barnes, and of course, you know, the Yakup Pirtle full season experience being in play as well? Well, I think fans are on two sides regarding Scotty at point. Some mm-hmm. people are like, you know, he's not a point guard. He can't be a full-time point guard. And then others are like, you've never seen Scotty play full-time point. So how can you say that he's a good mm-hmm. passer? So I think that's the biggest part of that lineup because you're lacking shooting with Jakob in the paint. Uh, Pascal, he has his hot streaks, but like from the perimeter, you know, he, he could still use some improvement there. Obviously, you have Gary and OG as your shooters on the wings, but Scotty is going to have to make that lineup go in terms of spacing. Um, if if he's a guy that, and he's this player right now, but if he's a guy that guys can just go under the screen in any pick mm-hmm. and roll situation, then the court's going to be clogged. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that he, you know, improves on his shooting in the, this offseason to, to help that out. Now, obviously, you know, we've seen stretches where Scotty's, you know, actually hits quite a few threes, probably like three or four threes when he's, you know, left open in a corner or something. But it's totally different when you're the main initiator and they're going to they're going to force him to shoot. Mm -hmm. So we've seen that time and time again, especially in playoff situations. And I'm not you know, putting the Raptors in there yet, but especially in those type of situations where they're like, you have to make this for us to even pay attention to you. Like I'm, I'm thinking even, even what was it? Westbrook. Yeah. Westbrook where we've mm-hmm. seen clips where Draymond just waves him off and just stays in the, stays in the elbow or something and just leaves Westbrook right up. And I don't think Scotty would be that open, but I'm just saying that he's going to have to prove to that he can make those shots for this lineup to work. Otherwise it's just going to make life harder for Pascal who already has never really had an ideal spacing lineup as Mm -hmm. he's been a number one option, I feel. Maybe the first year when you still had Kyle. Maybe that. that, Yeah, that team bombed threes like crazy. Yeah, but but since since then, since then, he's been working in clogged spacing areas for like the last three seasons. So Mm -hmm. I think Scotty's shooting improvement that I'm hoping for would probably be the biggest part of that lineup. Yeah, like we talk about Scotty as the point guard, but in that lineup construction, Pascal is still going to initiate a ton of possessions. He's probably right yeah. now the best point of attack creator on the team. And so I think it'd be silly to just kind of stick him in the corner and have Scotty initiate. Oh, yeah, for sure, down. for sure, for sure. Like they'll well, interchange, is, yeah. but yeah. They'll, they'll interchange, but I'm just, I think they, I think the Raptors want to see what Scotty can do at the point. Mm-hmm. So and they will give him the ball more in that situ in that scenario. I'm not saying more than Pascal. I'm just saying more in general. So that's why sure. I, I kind of started with him because like he's like the most interesting part of that lineup. We kind of know already what 
Pascal's going to bring to the table, but what Scotty will bring to the table as a full-time point guard is, you know, still remains to be seen. For sure. I, I think too, you know, it's interesting because like, while I think Pascal's the best on-ball creator, I think that lineup will probably be best served with Scotty with the ball in his hands, just because I think Pascal stands a better chance of being a decent catch and shoot guy. And, you know, he's had pretty, I think it was like 40% from the corners last year, right? Like he's had success from the corners as a catch and shoot option. Um, he hasn't really had the above the break success that he had back in that 2019, 20 season, but um, you know, maybe there's an ability to tap back into that as well when he's not playing 40 minutes a night and isn't the most overtaxed player in basketball on both ends of the floor. I'm willing to leave some space for that. I think asking Scotty Barnes to go from 28% three-point shooter to viable 34, 35, 36% guy is maybe unrealistic. And so it might be best if Scotty has the ball in his hands and can operate potentially with three guys spacing around. I have my questions about the Scotty yak pick and roll and the ease with which teams are going to be able to guard that. But uh, I think there is, if if Pascal's hitting... 40% from the corners, if he's willingly taking those threes, if he's maybe upping his volume a bit, I think there's an avenue to this lineup not being the worst offensively. And guess what, Jamar? This past season, in 129 possessions, this was one of the worst lineups offensively in all of <laughs> basketball. They were in the first percentile of offense uh, per cleaning the glass. A 100.8 offensive rating not good at all the defense however 107 defensive rating 97th percentile like the defense could be legitimately awesome with this group i'm pretty high on scotty barnes figuring out his defensive struggles because again i think his issues at the point of attack defensively have more been just like overzealousness and, la and not so much a lack of ability. It's just maybe a lack of trusting in his length to be the thing that deters guys. Uh, and so maybe you rein that in a little bit. The team itself plays a bit more of a conservative style. Can Scotty like stay on the hip of ball handlers and funnel them towards Jakob Pertle without requiring all this help coming in from the corners? I, I think there's a way in which this defense and this lineup can be like tremendous defensively. But the offense is going to be a struggle, I think. You know, it, it'll probably get better as the season goes along. Scotty Barnes will, you know, get get the reps and grow and learn. And I would imagine by, you know, the second half offensive rating of this lineup will be much better than the first half offensive rating of this lineup. But the fact remains, not having, like, a credible pull-up three-point shooter running your pick and rolls, it's going to hurt. Yeah. It, it just, it's going to hurt. There's no, it's just the way basketball works. With that... We'll get into lineup roulette in a second. Before we do that, however, we have to give this lineup a rating. We're going to score them out of 10 oh, on three different categories. Uh, how good it's going to be out of 10, how fun it's going to be out of 10, and how realistic it is that we actually see it be a core lineup for the team. I feel like 10 is the, the score for the last one because yeah. it's probably going to be the starting lineup. So we can yeah. skip through that one quickly. How good do you think this lineup will be? Scale of 1 to 10. <sighs> I'm going to give it a. I'm struggling between five and six. <laughs> I'll give it a six. I'll be optimistic. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a six. The shooting scares me. Um, you make a good point about Scotty defending on the perimeter. Mm -hmm. uh, he's so far through his first couple of years, he's been better defending in the paint than on the perimeter. 
So, but I feel like the potential is there. The discipline just has to follow. Mm-hmm. But they can be a good defensive team. The offense scares me, especially the half court offense. And also, it I do wonder. I still wonder about the Ananobi aspect about when he gets his chance to create because you know he sure. wants that. That's a big thing for him, especially contract situation. So hmm. offense has a lot of questions, but I'll give it a six. Yeah, I think six. I'm just even going to go six and a half because I think if you balance out uh, first percentile offense, 97th percentile defense, that brings you to 50-ish, five out of 10 right there on its own. And I do believe in the capacity for the offense to get better as the season goes along and so i'll go six and a half on the good scale on the fun scale i'm gonna go like an eight it's gonna be weird it's gonna be strange it's gonna be experimental and there's gonna be a whole lot of scotty being thrown to the fire and that will be intriguing and entertaining if not i think that's what people want that's what people want in his third year they want to see you know that jump so yeah yeah i also agree with your eight i was gonna give it the same Cool. All right. Well, we'll move on. We'll come back on the other side and get into some actual lineup roulette. We have the Bulls. They're waiting in great anticipation to have me reach into them. Uh, We will come back in just a second and get into that. Before we do that, however, got to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel, the number one sports book in all the land. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 You can spend on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run in a given game. And it's all in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. Like I've said on the show before, I'm not much of a sports gambler, but when I do dabble, it's because I'm at a game in person and I'm going to a game in Seattle against the Baltimore Orioles in August, and I'm very excited for that. I'm excited to root for our boy Teoscar Hernandez. I'm probably going to pick him to hit a home run, and I'm also going to really, really root hard against the Orioles winning through my bets because the Orioles are ahead of the Blue Jays right now, and it's making me very angry, and so I'm going to manifest good baseball things by doing a same-game parlay that is favorable towards the Mariners' outcomes. That's going to be tons of fun. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get to 200 bucks in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Let's continue on here, Jamar. The lineup roulette begins. Again, we've got the Guards Bowl, the Forwards Bowl, and the Bigs Bowl, as I move that towards the center of the camera because I'm bad at framing. Uh, Let's go. I'm going to pick two names out of the Guards. Sure. We've got Grady Dick. That's fun. Uh, We've also got Dennis Schroeder. All right. All right. We're cooking. We're cooking with gas. Next up, Pascal Siakam. Okay. Okay. Then we've got ourselves. uh Uh-oh. Drop it. Uh, Precious Achua, I'm, I'm getting, I'm in on this, I'm in, and then we have Thad Young coming out of the, <laughs> coming out of the woodwork as the small the ball five. Oh man, yes, Thad Young is on the team. So we have a lineup here of Dennis Schroeder, Grady Dick, uh, Pascal Siakam, Precious Achua, and Thad Young. Uh, all right, what are your thoughts, Jamar? Uh, is there? Can you get by with a lineup with one shooter? I guess Precious is kind of a swing shooter if he can get back to his old form where you get yet to see that. Um, you know, Dennis Schroeder is not much of a shooter. He will get into the teeth of the defense. We know Thad Young's best moments 
in the later part of his career have come as a small ball playmaking five where he's been inspiring graphics of his comparisons to LeBron James and Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Of course, that was many years ago now, but what do you think of this lineup? Is there something there? Is there like a player you'd swap out to instantly make this lineup fun and good? What do you got? Well, let me start with the chances that this lineup runs. I'll probably yeah. give it like a one out of ten. Yeah, it's not happening. At the very most. This is, <laughs> if this lineup is happening, if, something horrible has happened to this, all of the Raptors centers. <laughs> if this lineup's happening, that means either someone's out or someone's in major foul trouble. This mm-hmm. At first, when you started reading off the first few names, I'm like, okay, this is like a transitional second quarter type mm-hmm. of lineup before you get back to your starters. You're running Pascal with a few bench guys. Then then bringing in Thad kind of threw me off. Uh, you're right. There's Grady is the only legit shooter, perimeter shooter here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pascal and Dennis will give you some creation. Uh, Precious, obviously, this is a big season coming up for Precious. You never really know what you're going to get from Precious. That's kind of uh That's why we appeal. love him so much. Exactly. Man. That, <laughs> that's the appeal. So uh and then that if I'm swapping if I'm swapping somebody out it it, it would be sad. Um mm-hmm. whether for a, I'm trying to think I mean like if you have Precious and Pascal, if you want to go small, I'll, throw, I'll probably throw OG in here just for another shooter. I was thinking yeah. big for a second, but, um, mm-hmm. but I feel like it, this would be a fun small ball lineup. So mm-hmm. if you have Pascal and Precious as your bigs, I'd throw OG in here as a shooter. That's probably – if I'm making a swap, that's probably where I would go. Now, um, in terms of fun, well, I mean, Grady's, on the, Grady's in the lineup, so that's <laughs> automatically fun. Um, Dennis, Dennis is feisty. Um, Precious again, entertaining because you just don't know what you're going to get from him. I'd give this. Precious and Pascal were also like incredible together at the back part of that 21-22 season. Like any lineup where they were together, they were pretty nails. I'll give this a nine in terms of fun. And and then what's your other category? Um, Uh, There's there's is it good? Is it fun? Is it good? Is it good? Yeah, is it good? So back to the original lineup that you drafted. Is it good because of the uh, just? Lack of again spacing. I, I'm just gonna give it a four. Yeah, I think I'd even go lower. I I don't think there's enough shooting in this lineup. I, I think don't. Thad is probably a little over the hill at this point. I'd love to be proven wrong because this I is love a fresh. This is a Pascal carries the team lineup, and <laughs> hopefully Grady goes on a hot streak and hits like a three threes in a row or something like that. And Dennis mm-hmm. gets a couple of drives and whatever Precious does, Precious does lobs. Maybe he wants to take it to the rim himself. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think, look, this lineup has enough ball handling. For As far as good, I'll say it's like a three, probably. I think there is the ball handling between Siakam and Schroeder to make it okay. And then Thad, obviously, we know, can kind of work from the elbows and do the thing, which is always right. nice. Cutters, um, maybe he finds Precious on a cutter, Pascal on a cutter. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. So there is some... It's like fun potential more than good. I'd say fun. I would probably ratchet up the fun just because I think Thad, whenever he's out there, I'm just a little sucker for it because I like an old dude who's slow, who passes nice. And so I'd say it's like a six or a seven on the fun scale. I'd say it's like a three on the good scale and an absolute zero on the is it going to happen scale. Uh (laughs) Yeah. All right, we will now move to our next lineup as I put the names back in the bowls, shuffle them around. I'm actually going to leave Thad out of the big bowl because I don't want to get back into that game a little anymore. Uh, <laughs> let's go another lineup. 
We've got ourselves Scotty Barnes out of the guard pool. We've got ourselves Jeff Doughton Jr. out of the guard pool. All right, all right. In the forward pool, we've got ourselves... I don't want Precious again. Uh, we've got ourselves Jalen McDaniels. We've got... Stop it, Precious. Uh, Otto Porter <laughs> Jr. And we've got... Christian Coloco. Okay. <laughs> Scotty in the bench, huh? Um, all right. So we've got Scotty Barnes, Jeff Doughton Jr., Jalen McDaniels, Otto Porter Jr., Christian Coloco. We could maybe spend not so much time on this one because I don't think this lineup is going to play very much. Uh, zero. Zero minutes. Zero. I think it's like a one on the will it happen scale because zero. there is like a little bit of shooting if McDaniels zero. is hitting his shots. <laughs> zero. I'm not even going to enter entertain that. Zero. Zero across the board for everything? No, 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 zero across. Just chances that this lineup will actually play out. Okay. Play. Fair enough. Okay. Zero. That makes sense. Uh, then with that, how good could this lineup be? Do you think there's any juice to this lineup whatsoever? It's Scotty and four bench dudes who are like guys eight through 14 in the roster <laughs> in that range. It's uh. It's a little bit of a weird one. Again, something horrible has happened if this is taking place, I would think. Uh, what do you got here? There's a lot of there's a lot of uh defensive promise on this lineup. Mm -hmm. With with uh Scotty and Doughton and Coloco and McDaniels and mm -hmm. who's the other guy you said? Otto. Yeah, so there's a lot of defensive uh potential on this lineup, but how the hell are you gonna score? Um, they won't is the thing. <laughs> so so I mean Defensively, I'll give it an eight. Mm -hmm. Offensively, I'll give it a 0.5. <laughs> so you put those together, that that brings you at like a four. But I'm not even yeah, going to do that. Like that. Yeah. I'm going to give it like a one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not hitting the middle here. I'm just dropping it to like one and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, it just this is a Scotty has to do way too much type of a lineup. Mm -hmm. um, fun? I don't think this is fun. I don't think this is fun <laughs> because it's just it, it would be such a struggle. Yeah. That watching such an offensive struggle, especially in a half court situation, is not fun. Like okay, Scotty and Coloco may do a, a pick and roll here and there. Maybe he's auto spots up. Uh, McDaniel's is uh, not really a proven shooter. Um, and I keep forgetting the other guy. Doughton. Doughton, uh, I've seen him shooting the 905, especially from mid-range, but he hasn't really brought that to the NBA yet. Lo love him from the defensive side of the court, though. Yeah, that's just not a fun lineup, man. The, the ball's not going to win a basket. So, yeah. No. So, to, is... recap, to recap, zero if this happens. Uh, is this lineup good? One and a half. And is, is this lineup fun? Th uh, three. Yeah, I'll give it like a four on the fun scale just because Scotty is in there and I like Otto and, you know, Jalen McDaniels, I think could be pretty good. But yeah, good. No, uh, there's not, not <laughs> enough offensive juice here by any means. This will be one of those lineups that they used to run out back with like Pat McCaw where it's like, just try to win this four minute stretch one to nothing, please. And, uh, <laughs> which they might. They'd be pretty good defensive lineup. But yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, it's not happening. I will say like a 0 0.5 on the is it happening Zero. scale. 
Uh, yep, probably fair. And that again, hey, horrible things befall people all the time. Maybe this is just the roster. They have don't to don't wish for guys, that. But zero. I'm not wishing for it. I just know the realities <laughs> of our hell world. Um, but yeah, I, it's not good. It's not fun, and it's not happening. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> I'm gonna on. leave these four names out for a second so we can okay. get some better players. I'll leave Scotty back in the bowl because Scotty's it's like doing doing uh doing runs at the Y. You leave them on the sidelines for them. To yeah, check yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Up. Oh, Scotty Barnes again. Pull them out. Okay, All right. That's fair. Scotty Barnes. Dennis Schroeder. Interesting. Okay. We've got ourselves. Where is OG? I want to talk about OG. There's OG. I think we got. I think, I think that's uh, that's rigged. You just. You, just, you know you what? Just, it's my podcast. I can do what I want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got Precious Achua, and we've got Chris Boucher. Okay. Okay. So we've got Scotty Barnes, Dennis Schroeder, OG Ananobi, Precious Achua, Chris Boucher. Very big. You got a couple of ball handlers in there in Schroeder and Barnes. Uh, not a ton of shooting. Chris I think Boucher. we can say that about every Raptors lineup, by the way. Fair. Uh, all right. What do you got for this one? Uh, is it good? Is it fun? Is it going to happen? Let's rattle through this one quickly as well. I can see this one happening as a transitional lineup. I give it like a six in terms of mm-hmm. chances it happens because I can totally mm-hmm. see this in like second quarter transition lineups with Pascal's off the floor and sure. you want to give the ball to Scotty to run things and we've seen uh, Boucher and Precious play together they played well together at times so and then oh this this lineup has OG right so yes. you know this this lineup gives OG a chance to create and the shooting guard is shooter okay yeah. so. You have a guy who can penetrate a little bit. Uh, Scotty can work in different areas. OG is probably this is a lineup where OG is going to want to create. Is this fun? I it int- the OG part intrigues me because this is a lineup without Pascal, and this is probably where OG wants the ball. And mm-hmm. we've heard so much about that over the last. We've been waiting for you know OG's offensive creation to explode for like i don't know like three four seasons now so this one would give him an opportunity to do just that so in just terms of my interest i'll give it a eight because i just want to see og in that kind of type of lineup now he doesn't have the support supporting shooting around him where Mm -hmm. you know because og has a tendency to have like tunnel vision and he'll run guys over and get offensive fouls you know the playmaking aspect isn't really there in his game yet and this lineup doesn't really help that in case he gets too much attention and wants to kick it out to somebody it's not it's kind of really iffy who you're kicking it out to but i'm just intrigued so i'll give it an eight um is this lineup good i think it's okay um i would give it a five and a half and i'll give it a six in terms of if it's good because i like i said i can see this lineup happening and you can get away with these guys like Boucher and Boucher finds ways to provide energy and score sometimes. And Scotty, like I said, will be multifaceted in this role and OG there there's, there's potential for scoring. And it's a, it's kind of a balanced lineup aside from the shooting. But like I said before, that's going to be a problem with any Raptor lineup we threw together, but Mm -hmm. it's an okay lineup. I can see this one happening. I'm not mad at this one. I think this lineup becomes pretty awesome if you swap Precious out or Dennis out for Gary Trent Jr. 
swap one of those guys okay. out, slide OG down to the four. Yeah. And have Gary in there. You have Schroeder and Barnes both to kind of create off of one another. You've got Boucher, who you can stick in the corner. You could probably use Scotty as like a screener in some instances in this lineup as well. Even though I don't trust Boucher as a shooter, he's used to kind of spacing out to the corners at least. And then you, you don't believe in the Tampa Boucher? You don't believe in I don't Tampa believe in Tampa Boucher. I believe in Tampa <laughs> Boucher like he was in his element in that season very much. But I, I barring like a catastrophe, putting them back in a weird environment like that, I don't know if Boucher is ever going to bounce back. He just felt like he was feeling himself in Tampa. He had the Florida air was just like infusing him <laughs> with the most confidence he's ever had. Um, but yeah, as far as good, I think this lineup is probably like a five. There's not enough shooting to me. It, yeah. As far as fun, I think it's probably like a seven and a half or an eight. And will it happen? I think we'll probably see it at some point. There will yeah. be lineup data on this five-man group at some point this year, assuming all these players are on the roster, which is kind of the underlying caveat for this entire episode. Um, we'll come back on the other side, get into a couple more uh, name, a couple more roulette lineups. But what we're going to do, a little, little teaser of what's happening. We had it in three bowls, but you know what? We're in a future. Positions don't matter. We're putting I them all in one this. bowl, baby. They're all going in the green bowl. And we're just going to pull out this. five names at a time as we okay. are doing away with the positional experiment and just having some fun with uh, positionless ball. We will get to that in just a sec. Before that, however, just a reminder, go check out Locked on Blue Jays. Craig Baller doing a great job covering the Jays as they are uh, tracking down the Rays and the Orioles and hopefully trading for Shohei Otani. They're definitely not trading for Shohei Otani, but they should, and Craig will tell you why, over on Lockdown Blue Jays. So go and check it out wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. All right, we are here now, closing out the show, finishing off Raptors lineup roulette, an episode that has kind of gone off the rails, but that's fine because it's the summer and it's what it's for. Uh, so I put all the names into one bowl. Ah, just Let's the green bowl. We're giving away positions, and we're going to pull out five names now. Let's see what we got. The first yeah. name is OG Ananobi. Okay. The second name is Gary Trent Jr. Seems like the starting lineup. Let's, let's the third going. name is Precious Achua. Nope, not the starting lineup. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth name is Pascal Siakam. And okay. the fifth name is Grady Dick. Okay. Okay. So you've got Pascal, mm-hmm. probably the guard in this lineup. You've got... Precious Achua, I guess, as your small ball five, even though I don't think he plays five. And then you've got Gary Trent Jr. at the two. OG Ananobi, I guess, at the four. Grady Dick at the three. This is probably the most shooting you can get into a Toronto Raptors lineup this season. I'll say that. Uh, Pascal at the point. Gary at the two. Dick at the three. OG at the four. Precious at the five. What do you think? Good? Fun? Will it happen? What you got? Having Grady and Gary in the same lineup is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we're going to actually see much of that. See, I, I just, first time, I didn't even really think of that. Um, I disagree, actually. I think we'll really? see Gary sprinkle into second units alongside Dennis and Grady quite a bit just to add some okay. shooting to those groups. Because, like, okay. again, if you look at Schroeder's history, if he's playing with multiple shooters, that's usually been when he's been the, at his most successful. So I, okay. I think we'll see that's that. Fair. I think we should see that. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Pascal is obviously going to have to do a lot of offensive uh, initiating here because mm-hmm. I think he's the only one on this lineup that can or it's proven to do it. But again, that's a thing we have to see with OG. Uh, the sh- like you said, the, I, I like the shooting on this lineup. And Precious at the five, 
as your small ball five. He can do some things. This lineup is fun. He can defend fun. there. I don't know if he can play offense as a five, but you know, he'll yeah. be spacing out in this situation anyway. Yeah. Probably have uh, OG be your primary screener actually in this situation. Possibly. Yeah. I like th- this lineup is fun though. I like this lineup uh, in terms of fun. I'll give it like an eight for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this gonna happen? I just, I, I, mm, I'll give it like a, like if Scotty's out, I could see potentially see this. But if Scotty's in the lineup, this is like a one. Like I don't think really. This lineup, I don't think I could so. totally see this being like a second unit, second quarter, like in between really? lineup. Yeah, hmm. I could. I think. I mean, we. Maybe it's like a different center than Precious, but I, I think getting the Gary and Grady and OG trio together in any lineup is going to be pretty important. Okay. Like, anytime you can get those three on the floor, that's going to maximize your shooting at any time. Yeah, you are you are right on that. I never, I didn't, I didn't really think of this lineup in my head in terms of the. the I guess I guess the Gary and I guess the Gary and Grady together threw me off. I mean, mm-hmm. which I. I, I, I see the sense in that. I'm not disagreeing with it because obviously sure. the more shooting the better. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just didn't I just did I just didn't see that one coming. Um maybe okay uh, I'll give it you, you convinced me I'll, I'll bump it up to like a three. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, it can be a transitional lineup. It's just the 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 part that's making me pause, I guess, a little bit is just the fact that Pascal would be the one, like I said, the one main creator. And I feel like mm-hmm. you need more than that. And then again, I keep saying this, that's where OG comes in. But uh, is this lineup good? Eh, I actually like this lineup in terms of, you know, being good. I think you have enough os- offensive uh, options here. Um, defense could be a little iffy with, uh, I guess it would be Gary and Grady on the wings. Mm-hmm. That could be a little bit iffy there. Uh, Precious should be able to hold it down at the five uh, defensively. So is it good? I'll give it. And Pascal's there, obviously, doing, you know, just being the Swiss Army knife. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give it like a six in terms of good. It's a fun lineup, though. I yeah. I like the lineup. It's just I'm trying to convince you or help trying to convince me that this is something that they would actually run. And I'm not entirely yeah. sure. But Hey, if I see it a lot in season, I'll, I'll remember this. But well, here's yeah. the thing: is like I know that Dennis Schroeder is technically the backup point guard, but I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to see lots of stretches of games where Pascal just kind of gets the keys, and you know, Scotty's sitting. You just kind of let Pascal go to work as your lead creator because he's the best creator on the team, and this is probably how you get him those creation touches. If Scotty's going right. to have the lion's share with the starting five, as we talked about off the top, and so. You have Siakam and those three shooters. I think the thing that throws me off here of like, is this likely to happen is the precious at five thing. Cause okay. I just, I feel like they have other fives and frankly, you could swap in any one of the Raptors fives. And I think this lineup kind of whips, like you could throw in Yak perfectly fine. You could throw we in Koloko. We haven't even pulled Yak from the- We haven't well. pulled Yak. Poor Yak. Just get did you, totally... did you make, did you make a name? Did you make one for I him? did. He's in here somewhere. He's just okay, hiding. Okay. I don't know. It's a big The hole. thing that threw, okay, the thing, I, I guess the thing I'm struggling with is the fact that I don't see very many minutes where there's no Scotty or Schroeder. Right. I guess that makes sense because, you know, you're going to want to have that ball handling on the floor. Right. I don't think Schroeder is going to play 30 minutes at night no, necessarily. No, and so, no. And so- Maybe yeah. 20. Yeah. I also think it would be helpful to have, if you can 
stagger shooting around Schroeder and Scotty. Like if you could sprinkle right. in Gary or OG or whatever, then I think you could probably run those two guys together to give Scotty a little bit of like a, a reprieve from having to do it all. Um, I think we'll actually see this lineup. I think this is going to be a lineup that we get some run. Okay. Obviously, there's going to be injuries and guys will miss time yeah, and all yeah. that. If if ever Scotty, if God forbid, goes down, this will be a lineup we see a ton of. I would bet or, or a version yeah, of this. Yeah. If and, if there's injuries in yeah. play, I yeah, I'm more yeah okay. This is a lineup we'll probably see. I'm just. Mm-hmm. going off the full roster here but yeah sure sure but i i, I think anything with trent grady and og together is okay. something that we're going to see quite a bit of and i, I frankly okay. you could swap scotty in as the small ball five in this lineup i think you're kind of cooking with something okay well too, yeah because, yeah if you yeah. swap scotty yeah yeah, there's, there's, I, I, like I think a this lineup could be pretty good. I think any yeah. lineup with OG and Precious stands a, stands a chance of at least being passable on defense because those guys mm-hmm. are monsters. You can switch a lot of stuff with this group. You mm-hmm. know, Grady's obviously not someone you want guarding the best wing on the opposing team, but you have guys who can shelter him in this in this lineup. Um, the point of attack defense on point guards might be a challenge, but maybe you just throw yeah. Precious at them like he's done very successfully against the likes of Trey Young and Donovan Mitchell in the past. Um, I think this lineup could be like a seven on the good scale. I think it's like close to a 10 on the fun scale, like Pascal with shooting. We've never seen that before. And especially if precious is shooting this year, I think you're kind of cooking with something there. And then on the, will we see it scale? I think it's probably like a six. I think I gave it an eight in terms of fun. I'll I'll put it to a nine. Hell yeah. All right, let's do one more quick one to round out the show. We will leave these five names out. We will bring in five new names. We've got ourselves. I'm drafting somebody. You have to use Yak. I'm I'm rigging this. <laughs> okay, we will. We can't we will do the whole thing without Yak. Yak. We will conscript so. Yak into the lineup. Here we go. I found Yak. Okay. We've got Yak Aperto. We've got Jalen McDaniels. We've got Otto Porter Jr. We've got Scotty Barnes, and we've got. Uh drum roll we're not gonna go christian coloco they're not running two bigs <laughs> chris boucher okay so barnes mcdaniels porter boucher purtle <laughs> interesting <laughs> i'm just thinking of the shooting sorry that's all i mean you've got pain. Otto. you've got jalen who has a track record of shooting at least a little bit a little bit boucher not a is not a, afraid to shoot them <laughs> that doesn't mean they go in doesn't mean they go in, but he's not afraid to put him up. And, like, this would be an offensive rebounding juggernaut, you'd think, with Otto, Boucher, oh, yeah. Little McDaniels, and Barnes this would be on the floor. A rebounding, this would be a rebounding monster lineup. It's a huge lineup. It's a huge lineup. Massive. Um, is this what Masai was thinking about with Vision 6-9? This might be Vision 6-9 incarnate, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you got for good, fun, and likelihood we see it? Uh, likelihood zero. <laughs> just, just I don't even need to provide analysis. Just zero. Uh, fun. <sighs> Big it's weird a, ball. Uh, Scotty Yak Auto Porter Junior draining threes. Being old. I don't know, man. It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a massive struggle. It's like the lineup a couple of lineups ago where I'm just like, this is not fun because you're not going to score. But maybe the appeal of watching how they score is how it's fun. I don't know. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's going to be a whole lot of yak at the elbows in this lineup, you would think, as like their secondary creation option beyond Cutters. Scotty just running from the point of attack. <sighs> Boucher cutting baseline. You know what? You know what? Enlighten me. 
I'll give it a I'll give it a six in terms of fun because I just want to see how the hell this would work. <laughs> now, is it good? No, they're not gonna score. Is it good? I'll give it like a two because they're just not gonna score. No one's going to score on this lineup, though. Yes. Okay. So we're they're we're, massive. Okay. So the Raptors are going to win this lineup two to nothing in like five <laughs> minutes stretch. That's hey, that's positive for. play. That's positive. That's a positive net rating. <laughs> two to nothing. If you protract that out over a hundred possessions, that's like a, a zero defensive rating and like a, a fifty offensive rating. So a plus fifty net rating. That's pretty good to me, man. I'll admit, I'll admit, okay, when it comes to if a lineup is fun or not, a lot of that ranks on the offensive end. It has to sure. be aesthetically pleasing to me. Okay. So just having guys bog each other down for five minutes where the score is 2 nothing. I'm sorry, that's not fun to me. But I gave it a six. I gave yeah. it a six. But is it good? No, it's not good <laughs> basketball, man. The ball's supposed to go in the basket. This lineup does not do that. <laughs> Point taken. Yeah. I mean, the scoring, it would very much hinge on is McDaniels shooting threes well? Is Boucher having an out of body game? You know, Boucher has heaters, right? Like, if you get him at the right time with this lineup, I think there's like maybe something passable to figure out here. It is tough. There's no creation outside of Scotty, and I've made my reservations about Scotty as an individual creator known. So, yeah, as far as good, it's probably like a four, three and a half. Fun, give it to me. Give me the weird ball. If the team's not going to be very good, uh, give me weird-ass basketball, and I'm cool sure. with that. So sure. I'll go like a 7 on the fun scale. And are we going to okay. actually see it? Zero. I'd probably bet against it. I'll Zero. I'll say a 2. I'll Zero. say a 2. I, Darko's <laughs> going to throw stuff at the wall, man. And, All right. Yeah, I don't know. So, I think we'll so see wait. some weird, weird combos. So who did we not use? I know we didn't use Malachi Flynn. That's I know. We did that. not talk about Malachi Flynn. I think he's the only one we didn't get to. We got Thad Young in there. Damn. Yeah, I think everyone but Malachi. Poor, poor Malachi. Just, uh, you know, I, I, you know. I was thinking about that we yeah. don't see Malachi in any of these lineups. Eleven. Uh. <laughs> I was thinking um, so much about Yak in terms of we hadn't used Yak yet because he's a starter, and I forgot mm -hmm. about Malachi. Maybe I should have. Maybe I should have rigged the. Rig that too, but sure. Yeah, I don't think I would have uh, ceded to your whims there because okay. uh, I don't need to. I don't need to know what Malachi Flynn looks like in a lot of these lineups. I'm good. Uh, we're gonna leave it there. We've gone too long. We've gone too off the rails. But I love this game. We'll probably bring it back again because the combinations are endless, baby. Uh, so yeah, and the thing is, is this roster is so bizarre and has so many like-sized and skilled players that you really can just kind of run on for days and days on combinations. So we will not retire this game for the offseason for sure. But for now, we will leave it there. Jamar, anything you want to promote for the good people out there? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Jamar B-H, J-A-M-A-R-B-H, for people who are listening. You can follow me there. My Raptors Republic link is on my profile. And after, what, months of teasing this, I'm actually finally going to do it. Monday, I'm going to put up the uh, greatest Raptors by each number uh, article where I'm just going, I'm starting at double zero. Like the Eric Montrosses of the world, and I'm going this all the way up as my, far. We're as... gonna have you on to talk about this, man, because sure. this is exactly my thing. I okay. love this crap. Sure. It's the best. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe you do that next time I'm on. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna go all the way up to, for as many numbers as I can find. 
you'll you probably see a the same Raptor at numerous numbers because mm -hmm. like in Jakob's situation, he's the only one that's ever worn 19, so he wins mm -hmm. it by default. So mm -hmm. uh, am I picking Jakob at 42 or am I picking someone like Kevin Willis at 42? I guess you're going to have to wait and see. Uh, do I like Vince or do I – oh, my, my, I can't point. Just look. <laughs> do I like Vince or do I like – Eric Moore, Amir Johnson. Do I like Demar or do I like Mil Palacio? <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop being silly. Anyway, that article is coming out on Monday, so just check that out. Don't worry about being silly. It's a silly show. It's all good. We were <laughs> having a silly, silly time, and it's the best. Uh, yeah, we uh, not speaking of really tedious ranking exercises. I am going to be back to ranking every Raptor. I promise. I thought I was gonna be able to get it in this week, but it's just too cramped a week. However, we go down to a three-show week schedule as of next week, and so we will have ranking every Raptor on the off days, so you can keep an eye out there. We will have every Raptor ranked and uh, videoed about before the season begins. I can promise you that. All right, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. Subscribe, follow, rate, review, etc., etc. You're the very, very best out there. We will talk to you again on Friday with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Thanks for hanging. Bye-bye.